0: Good morning, everybody. Uh, hope you've been having a great week. You know, uh, exciting news for me. My master's degree finally came in today, So, or diploma, whichever one you want to say. Uh, so that's one big step <laughs> done. You know, finally finished with school for a while, unless I figure I get my doctorate probably later on down the road. But I'm going to relax, not having to worry about school assignments for a little bit. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, let's talk about these games, man. Uh, I think the last time I was on here was Monday. So, you know, I was given a two-day two, two day break or layover to just see how all the games went from uh, Monday night to uh, Wednesday last night. And basically every game went as I expected except for the Toronto and Boston game. Uh, you know, I thought Toronto was going to win game two, but, you know, Boston showed their uh their reckless not recklessness, but their uh their stick to this. You know, Marcus Smart hitting three important threes during that stretch in the fourth quarter. So it's very interesting to see how um the the Raptors are gonna respond being down two. 0 you know, are they gonna, you know, make this a series or end up, you know, being down three zero after tonight. So with going with the Heat and Bucks as well. Um, I I won't say I'm shocked about how the Heat are playing because, you know, as I said the other day, you know, Eric Spolstra is a great coach. I mean, he coached LeBron, D-Wade, Chris Bosh, and that uh, team that went to four straight finals, won two of them. So he knows how to uh, win and even win with Bursay Les. But this group of players, I think, is one of the best core of young players with a great IQ. You know all of these players seem to know their role and don't play beyond that role in in, in, a, in a bad sense trying to do too much or don't play less in that role, not taking on responsibility. I think Jimmy Butler is enjoying himself and can finally pray free because he has a group of players that you know are committed to winning and play with that grit and and determination that he was so looking for. You know, back in Minnesota and back in Philly, so it's good to see him finally enjoy and win while playing the game of basketball. You know, because he's uh, he, he's one of the he's one of the good players in the league. You know, I, I would put him around that top fifteen category, and the way that they uh, have virtually uh, I won't say shut down Giannis, but you know, haven't made him a big factor in the series at all. And last night's game, you know, when they, uh, it, it, we have to kind of, I don't like game being decided personally by a whistle, you know, by the rest because, you know, at the end, when they called the foul on Gordon Dragic when he fouled Middleton, and to me it was a, it, it wasn't a foul because, you know, he, he, Dragic was basically if you didn't watch the game, Joshua basically had his hands up, did not go up, extended arms or anything, and Milton kind of leaned forward, but to me that wasn't really a foul per se. And I felt like that would that that would be a taint on the game if it went to overtime. But I feel like that would have been a taint on the game because they were down by three and then tied the game with Milton's three free throws. And then uh going switching back to, you know, on the other side of the ball with the Miami Heat. Uh, Jimmy Butler gets fouled by Giannis which was clearly a foul uh, so in the way the clock hit went off you know they had set it to just all zero since the game was technically over and if Jimmy Butler hit one free throw the game was basically essentially done and which he did he had both of his free throws so it, but it, it's it's sad to see a game like that just be determined by whistles you know same with the uh, OKC and Houston series last night you know um there's a situation where uh, OKC okay, so got delay a delayed game, but Chris Paul apparently said that he had asked Scott Foster, it was it okay for him to, you know, do all that. And Scott Foster said, told him from the beginning it was fine, and then comes back and then gives him a delayed game. So it's kind of like where's consistency. And this has been an ongoing discussion, you know, with how the refs are easy to, you know, blow the whistle, give out text, give out flagrants, but it's... It's it's something that the league needs to address and maybe evaluate before we get too deep in the next rounds of the playoffs. You know, more is on the line, so it's something to think about while you know we have these next this next month. I I would say essentially of playoff games. So, uh, in in segueing to uh, Houston and. Oklahoma City, uh, they showed uh, a great game seven. We had good game sevens uh, both, both times, you know, with Denver and the Jazz uh, with that as well. Uh, Jamal Murray, you know, coming up clutch. And then, you know, the Jazz just getting exited because, you know, it, it's, it's demoralizing to lose a series, but it's also demoralizing to lose when you were up 3-1. And they, uh, the Nuggets are the 12th team to ever come back from a 3-1 deficit in the uh, first round, I believe it was. So it, it's just demoralizing. moralizing, uh, you know, speed the Donald Mitchell left it all on the floor, you know, gave it his all. But in the end, I, I think that uh, his teammates didn't contribute that much to get them a chance to win. You know, that, that's just personal opinion on that matter. I just wish that they could have uh, given him a little bit more to at least have gotten one game to, you know, go to the next round. But it's neither here or there. I mean, the, the Nuggets won. The Nuggets are advancing. But they had to play uh, the Clippers tonight. And I just think that the Clippers are going to, you know, win that whole series and, you know, uh, maximum five games because it, they, they're, they're, it's a it's a thing about having a team that rested and a team that just came out for playing for their lives, you know, just two nights ago, not barely two nights ago. So it it is hard because you know you have like the thing thing would happen with Portland. Portland uh, had basically played for their lives the entire month, and then met, arrested up Lakers that have been basically chilling for to almost two weeks. So you can tell there's a big difference. You know, fatigue level's not the same. Energy's not the same. It's just uh, one of the things in basketball that's, that's either a gift or a curse. You know, and the same with Houston. You know, Houston won a game last night. Uh, kudos to OKC. As I was saying, it was amazing how Chris Paul took a team that was basically given a 0.2% <laughs> shot to, you know, make the playoffs. And then get them as a top five seed. I'm like it, that. That was amazing. And we and I think that OKC is gonna be fine in the long run, future wise, because you know you have players like you know Lou Dort was the third player in NBA history, but behind LeBron and Kobe to have over 30 points in a playoff game, and and that was impressive. You know because we hadn't saw Lou Dort as an offensive player. We saw more on defense. So it's good to know that if he gets, you know, aggressive, he can score as well. You know, and Shagos Alexander, you know, being a good scoring and facilitator, you know, CP3, the veteran, uh, and kudos to him, you know, playing his heart out. Being the oldest player to record a triple-double in playoff history as well, with him being 35 years old and 119 days, <laughs> The uh, that, that was amazing to see. And just him the entire series willing them to, you know, to victory after, you know, being down 2-0 and then being down 3-2. You know, we saw his veteran leadership come together and pull up big-time shots and big-time plays. Uh, but, you know, congrats to Houston as well for advance because I had them, you know, I'm happy because I had them winning the series because I wanted to see uh, them. At, they always give a good a good game wins between Houston and the Lakers. So you know we'll see how the small ball works against the Lakers. The uh, big big length, you know the Lakers are essentially a lengthy team, so it's basically the you get you're gonna get the best of both worlds in that matchup, and with that series I think I think I'm gonna I believe I'm gonna stop us uh, saying how many games I think they'll win, you know, because I assume, and then next thing you know it'll be us or six or seven some game series. So I think I'll just go off with saying with the series going on, you know, I believe that the Clippers will win that series and then the Lakers will win their series. You know, uh, they post AD up at the five. I think that nobody can really hold AD if he plays aggressive and not passive. I just think that AD is too good of a player and I don't think they have anyone who can really, you know, can really stop him. I don't want to assume that, but... It's just you, you have to go with what you're given and the type of player that he is. So it's going to be it's gonna be interesting the next few uh, days, I want to say in the next few weeks, to see how it goes. But you can see here at hand, this is the part of the playoff that gets really interesting until the, we get to the conference finals and then the actual finals. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to seeing these games. Uh, a week from now, we'll have NFL football. <laughs> So uh, you know, Houston and Houston Texans and Kansas City Chiefs. Uh that comes on at uh seven thirty, I believe. So uh it's it's gearing up, you know, we officially have having football in a couple in one more week, you know, and uh me as a Saints fan, we have uh I think ten more days before we play the opener against the Bucks. I'm sure everyone that's a Saints fan has been keeping a close eye on our Alan Kamara's uh deal situation. Uh, apparently they 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 said that cooler heads have prevailed, which I don't think there was ever an issue with that. Really, I mean, but because uh, Al Kamara seems like a, a a chill person, you know, but he wants to get paid. He feels like he's a top five back, which he is in the league, so he should get paid as such. But and uh, I, I personally think that a deal will get made. Uh I hope a deal gets made because, you know, he, he's one of my favorite Saints players out of that twenty seventeen class along with Sean Ladmore and Ryan Ramchek and Marcus Williams. You know, that class in itself uh redefined this entire team from just being a congenial seven and nine win team to, you know, playoff and Super Bowl contenders, you know. So it's important to get those guys taken care of because they essentially set the standard of what's been going on with the Saints the last three to four years. So, like I said, I hope we can sign Kamara. Uh, hopefully everything works out. Excited for football, along with you know being excited with the rest of the playoff games going on. And as always, you guys stay safe. I'll be back with you in a few days to discuss these playoff games, see how my predictions went. And as always, Black Lives Matter. Peace. Hey, everyone. I uh, hope you've been doing well. Uh had a little hiatus from the podcast for a little bit uh just wanted to take a little break from it because i always said that if it ever felt like the uh podcast was becoming work uh i may take a few days or weeks or whatever to make it not be work you know uh i started this podcast basically to just you know have fun with it and you know give my sports opinions and all that but uh you know just didn't want to become uh, I didn't want a hobby to become like a job, you know. Uh, we had plenty of jobs to do in the adult world. So I just wanted to, you know, do this for fun, you know, for interactions, you know, have people enjoy uh my personal takes on certain subjects. Uh so let's get to it. Uh, you know, hope you had a good Wednesday. Hope everyone had a great Labor Day, Stay safe. Uh personally I just, you know, doing what I've been doing, stayed home, uh went in the pool, you know, grandparents came over. Uh, got smokies, catered, you know, had had a good time, you know. Uh spent it's, it's been a really good uh week so far. Uh got my master's degree sent over too, so <laughs> yay, happy to be done with school now. Uh I left out the side to get my doctorate, It won't be for a good little while. I'm enjoying not being in school. <laughs> so let's get started. Uh there's been a lot of uh sports stuff to talk about lately, so uh let's get to it. Uh Miami Bucks series uh last night, Miami won which uh I basically said that they would win the series. I just didn't think it would be, uh, you know, as quick as they did it. You know, um, they just looked dominant all the way around. You know, Heat had a great form of players. You know, Tyler Heroes, a rookie, being clutch for them. Jimmy Butler, you know, providing that veteran leadership. You know, it's just an all-around great team. And really, the only person that I knew who had taken the Heat to, you know, go as far as they could with the sleeper team with my friend Nick. Uh shout out Nick because he called that, you know, right out the park. And at first I was like, I knew the Heat would not be a terrible team. Like I knew they would be a playoff team but I, I did not see them, you know, getting this far. You know, I said there'll be a first round, maybe second round max team because, you know, uh my my prediction was it was either gonna be the Bucks or the Celtics, you know. So won't admit that I was uh I was wrong about the Bucks, obviously. And uh, the Celtics, you know, we'll we'll see how they do, you know, if they can close out the series tonight or, you know, maybe the Raptors come back and take the series over. So that's that's pending, should we say. So congrats to Jimmy Butler. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is his first time in any form of a conference finals, uh, really. So uh, congratulations to him. He's one of the players that really deserves to, you know, have the recognition he's getting. you know, he's been one of my uh, favorite players to watch, you know, since his Chicago Bulls days. So uh, he plays with that grit and that attitude that uh, no matter what, he's going to give 100 percent and more. So, excuse me, thankful to uh, see Jimmy Butler out there uh, being successful. Um, Lakers and Houston series. uh, It's an interesting series, Um, you know. The Houston, which I was thinking, you know, maybe they'll end up taking game one, you know, because game one seemed to be uh, LeBron's and, the, uh, and his team's fill-out game. It's just like how these boys play, you know, what's their, what's their uh, designs, what do they like to do. So it's almost like the game one is their fill-out game, and they'll take the loss as long as they'll be able to uh, get the series win. Which in all in all it it kind of sounds mad, but if it works, no plan is mad. If it doesn't work, you know, so um, it's kind of interesting to see how they they deal with that because it felt like it did that way for the Portland series, and then we know how that went. Portland Trailblazers won Game One, and then you know it was a swept swept the rest of the way. So it's interesting to see how if uh, it repeat itself this series, you know, Lakers going up two one uh LeBron has been uh playing very well, I think. Uh he uh ever since game one. His game one is always, you know, like I said, a fill out game. You know, he doesn't really uh put up that, that much numbers so in recent years that I can think of, maybe it was just this year, you know. So it, it's interesting to see uh how he responds after, you know, a game one, I would say debacle in quotation mark since you know he had zero points in the fourth quarter. And you know that's 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 interesting itself. So, so I'm I'm gonna see how uh, how Houston can respond as well because this is a series I saw. You know, it, it was in the five through seven game mark, so I wouldn't be shocked that they lost in five. But I also wouldn't be shocked that they go to seven because you know Houston is, is a good defensive team, and when they're on shooting, they they can be a dangerous outside shooting team as well. So we'll see how uh, it goes with that series of uh, Clippers and. Denver. Uh inter- uh interesting matchup as well, you know. Um both very good uh def- defensive teams I wanna say. Uh both are doing their jobs as well as they can. You know, uh, you know, Kawhi is doing all he can to you know, he bar none, the best player on the floor on both ends in my opinion. But you know Denver is just that young team that you just just won't go away. You know uh, they they're gonna give you a fight till the end. So kind of reminds you of the Dallas series. You know it's all a contributing factor. So uh, you know Jamal Murray and Jokic being a good duo. And You know they have uh, Michael Porter Jr. You know stepping up as well. Him having uh, highlight dunks on some good players. And uh, you know Paul George. You know he he got, he had that slump in the first round, but we haven't seen that really as much this round with him having thirty two points in the uh last game, you know, victory with uh the with the game, I wanna say game three. Yeah, game three. So, you know, it's uh it's all interesting series around the board, you know, like I said, we have Boston and Raptors to conclude this take. Uh it it is really a toss up for me because, you know, as I said, I have Boston as one of the teams that came out of the East. So technically I'll be rooting for Boston to Go, but you know, if the Raptors were to win as well, I wouldn't be too mad at that. You know, now we're seeing that uh, since LeBron left, you know, the East is now you know a wide open landfill for whoever wants to take it. You know, so I think that's uh, a good thing. That's a good thing for many players in the East who felt like if LeBron stays here, we'll never get past him. So that I think that grapple hole that that Mr. James had at uh, in the in the East is now uh over since he's now in the west, you know, doing his thing. So we'll see how the uh East plays out. But personally I wouldn't be too mad at seeing uh Celtics heat Eastern Conference Finals because, you know, those those matchups brought a lot of intensity and a lot of fun times back when uh Wade James and Bosch were there. So, you know, don't have that core group there now, but it'll still be a good game to see as both teams are very young and uh, filled with uh, good coaches as well. So uh, segue into another sport, football. Uh, We have our first football game in the NFL tomorrow, Kansas City versus uh, Houston Texans. You know, uh, Deshaun Watson just now becoming the second highest paid quarterback in the league under uh, obviously Mahomes. Uh Mahomes getting that big deal. I think it was a five year, $105 million extension, I wanna say. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, sec- I'm mixtaping right now. But um You know, uh hey, good for Deshaun. Uh Deshaun's one of my favorite quarterbacks right now. Uh personally my favorite black quarterback in the league. You know, um he's one of those guys who's always been humble, who's always giving back to his community. You know, I was even though I'm a Florida State fan, I was really happy when he uh won his championship. Uh, his last year at Clemson. Uh, I think it was well-deserved. He was a hard worker, you know, to get close that year before and to lose the way they did. You know, like the saying goes, they didn't lose that game. They just ran out of time. <laughs> so and I think that if they had had more time, they would have won that uh, matchup. and would have probably gone back-to-back. But that's neither here nor there. He got his uh, championship in the meanwhile while at the Clemson. So, you know, congrats to him. Uh, With that game, I really think that it will still be Kansas City's to lose. You know, they are coming off the hype of getting their rings a few weeks ago. You know, they're already probably one of the top teams to probably go back to the Super Bowl and to win the Super Bowl. You know, I I have them personally. I have them coming out of the uh, AFC again, you know, just because they're just reloading off of what they had before, and then again a rookie running back like Clyde Edwards-Elair that uh, can probably be in a hole for Rookie of the Year as well. You know, it's just going to be an uh, interesting and a fun game, you know, to open up the season, especially for us uh, fancy draft lovers. You know, I had our fancy draft this Monday in a league, and I, I was pretty surprised at the team I got, uh, a very good team. Very decent team, so uh, we'll see how this goes this year. Uh, Third year in fantasy, you know, I never used to do it before. And then my friends got me into it, and now I'm like, (laughs) I can have fun doing it. You know, it can be fun, but also be stressful. You know, first year ever doing it, I won the championship. And then second year, I, like, uh, completely went down under. You know, my bench outscored my stars. It just wasn't a good time for anybody. So uh, it'll be great to... You know, get back in the swing of things, you know, happy to have sports back happy to have n f l football back and uh even college you know we had college games last week, which you know it wasn't the highlighted game that was supposed to happen, but it was still good to see football on and this week you get um a c c football and then two more weeks from now you get sec football so it's all it's all coming together to uh have a good season you know hopefully everyone stays safe you know with Covid nineteen still out there, just hope the players do what they can, the students do what they can to, you know, keep themselves safe, especially with, uh, some places allowing fans and some places not, you know, just a, a mix up on who's going to do what. So yeah, uh, it was great to be back potting with you guys. I uh, hope y'all have a great rest of your day and I'll see y'all next time. Peace.